The following podcast is part of the Joy Road Media family. Enjoy. Welcome to Camp Creep, a podcast about anthology horror. Except for this one. Hello, welcome to a not-so-mini-sode. I'm Camp Counselor Lauren Jewell. And I'm your least favorite Camp Counselor, Tish Delano. And with our powers combined, we are Camp Creep Podcast. I have the power! <laughs> I've been watching a lot of 80s stuff, and there's been a lot of He-Man content. It's fine. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I like this for you. Listen, if Camp Creep could take place in Castle Grayskull, we would. Oh, I want to sit on that throne. New goal. Right? When we make our first millions from podcasting, I'm going to build a home that looks like Kessel Grayskull. Look for that, campers, and you're in a neighborhood coming to you. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, happy March. Yeah. Um, it's not spring at all. It's 35 degrees outside. That's considered springtime in Michigan. Well, this is our first episode coming back from break. It's been a month since we have sat down to record. Yes. I hate it. <laughs> I don't like breaks. That's what I've learned about myself over this month. I hate this. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're one of those people that likes to be permanently busy. I'm basically a Hallmark movie character, like in yeah. the romance ones where the woman's too busy busy to find love and then she visits her hometown and it's a whole thing. Yeah. And I staying on brand because uh, I really hate romantic movies and anything having to do with that stuff. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the sardonic friend that comes out and is like, huh, haven't been back here for 10 years, huh? You too good for us? Eh, eh. Yeah, I'm that person. <laughs> then shames, shames her into slowing down, and thus she ends up finding love. Da, da, da. <laughs> and that's the very first Camp Creep movie. You're all welcome. You can fundraise for us by sending us dollars on Venmo. Send me money. <laughs> all right, well, let's check the bulletin board. Campers, if you hear a bell, because it happens to pop into a spot where Lauren could not edit it out, that is my cat Phoebe, because... I am recording from home. You stay over there, brat. Oh, and now because I said that, she's going to come right over here. Good. I'm going to try to take a screenshot when this happens, when she's all up in your face. Cannot wait. Right. For now, she's walking around the coffee table, just itching to knock something loud. That's just where my coffee is. It's fine. So, let's check the bulletin board. We have some announcements that are going to take place at the end of the episode. Some super special fun announcements about some places where you can catch us. One of them being the coolest thing ever. Hell yeah. Multiple coolest things ever. And in multiple states. Yes. And the other bulletin board item is just a little content warning for the update section, which is coming right after this. Just giving a little update about stuff that's been going on. And one, if you just don't care and would like to get to the Q&A and the fun announcements, skip it. Skippers, we're giving you a pass. (laughs) Yes. At this point, I will have probably edited in a, you can skip to about this minute time in. Hey campers, this is Lauren. I just want to let you know that if you did want to skip this particular part for our bulletin board, you can go to about the 10 minute mark or so. 10 minutes sounds about right. 
So we will also try to include some sort of timestamp in the comments because we are also going to discuss some mental health stuff. So if you're not here for that, if that's too triggering for you, just skip to the fun Q&A and announcements. Shall we, my dearest? We shall. On to the updates. So what's been your life updates lately? Oh, let's see. I So here's my background and what's going on on my side of the world. A few months ago, my original landlord sold the apartment building and the new owners are not allowing anybody to renew their lease. And my lease is very close to being up. And what that means for me is that I won't have a place to live, which is great. It doesn't help that there are already doing like renovations on the vacant apartments. And there is a constant sound during like the day of them working and like Mm. power tools and all that fun stuff. So it's essentially like this ticking clock situation. And also I can see the heavy duty dumpster outside of my office window. So it's just so many visuals all the time. But on a slightly more, much better positive note, I did get pre-approved for a mortgage finally. And I started looking at houses and I just put an offer on one and I'm hoping to get more information about that very soon. Hopefully sooner instead of later. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Unpleasant. I think that's my biggest, biggest concern is I don't know where I'm going to live much longer. But that's okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're back. I'm afraid to ask how you are because we have been talking a little bit and it's a bad time. So what's up, Buttercup? So, you know, I... So just a background about me, campers. I spent many, many years working with an anti-stigma program for mental health. So I try to be open and honest about my mental health because, hey, we're trying to fight the stigma. It's a natural occurring disease, not a moral failing. So campers, if you're out there and you are struggling with your mental health, you are not alone and there is nothing to be ashamed of. So that being said, I do have the mental health alphabet soup, ADHD, PTSD, CPTSD, GAD, and just good old-fashioned depression. Woo! It's just the icing on the cake. So back, actually, probably from the second we started this podcast, I had experienced some triggers to my CPTSD, which had been in remission for a long time. I had done a lot of hard work to be in full recovery. And we had a really rough time, especially because you had to witness a lot of these triggers. And it was pretty horrifying. And that kind of led to a mild resurgence of my depression. I'm sure there's a few episodes where you can hear I don't quite sound like myself. We tried hard (laughs) to get me to sound somewhat cheery and normal. But in January, apparently there was like a Mercury retrograde or something. And everything went to hell in a handbasket. Worse than it had been. Because like in November, my entire family got COVID. And just that's one of the many things. So many darker things happened that I won't talk about because they're I don't want to super bum everybody out but a lot of stuff happened and it was really tough and rough and I thought like all right new year new start <sighs> 
no, no, <laughs> nope. Uh, let's just say I, I almost lost my place to live <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because we couldn't afford to live here for a while. Lots of stuff happened. And most of the events that happened involve other people. And for their privacy, I won't share. But it was really tough. And I, like I said, I was already depressed. So it pushed my mild depression into moderate depression, which quickly, as we tr- struggled to finish the second season, uh, quickly snowballed into pretty severe depression. Um, and so that's how I've spent my break, trying to heal, trying to just get out of bed every day so I can go to work, all sorts of things like that. It's been very tough. I had to take a complete break from being social, got off social media completely, turned off all notifications. If any of you sent a text and I never responded, that's why. There were no spoons. (laughs) (laughs) There was not even a butter knife, friends. I am would say I'm back into moderate from severe. Of course, it's touch and go. If any of you have ever dealt with mental health issues, you know, it's not a a linear progression or regression. It, you know, it has its peaks and valleys and it kind of takes its own course. But yes, it's been very, very difficult trying a different treatment now, kind of waiting to see how it's going to work. It seems to be working. Nice. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm back to moderate. So, you know, we'll see how things pan out. So campers, that's what's been going on with your least favorite camp counselor. Been feeling pretty least favorite with life. <laughs> oh, no. Well, yeah. you're my favorite camp counselor. Thanks. That's any consolation prize. <laughs> the universe declared that I was indeed the least favorite camp counselor and kicked me in the face. <laughs> oh. So that is the end of my update. Yep. So for this episode, since we both did have so much going on, we decided that we were going to do a Q&A, ask us anything styled question. We do have some very interesting questions that we were asked. I am really intrigued by how you will answer some of them. (laughs) I don't know what number we're going to land on, but I made us a beautiful spreadsheet last night. You do love your spreadsheets. God, yes, I do. And I have a random number generator. So that way, neither of us can super overthink these questions since we don't know who's going to land on what. Okay, so this first question actually comes from our friend Angie, who is one of the founders of Joy Road Media, Great Lakes Confidential, Bone Jackie's, Essentially, she's a badass. Total badass. She says, or this is her question, if you had to write a Tales from the Crypt episode based in Michigan, where would it be based? What would the general plot be? And which Michigan actors would you choose to star in it? Hmm. This is a really good question. There's so many layers here. I guess let's start with where. I would totally base mine in St. Clair County, aka, I think, a pretty scary place in Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Only because I used to live there. (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay, so yours is going to take place in St. Clair County. Mm -hmm. What would the general plot be? Uh, Let's go with some 
something water-based. I mean, it is, you know, Lake Huron. My general plot would be about a lake monster living in Lake Huron, eating unsuspecting fishermen, swimmers that swim out too far, because it's not really that uncommon for people to go missing out on the lake or, and or drown. Mm -hmm. um, super common. So nobody would really think of anything. And this could have been happening for eons. Um, I think that would be the general plot. Be about that monster. Michigan actors star in it. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, even though I hate the water. So that would actually, I'd probably be the lead because I'd be the person to be like, yeah, I'm not stepping foot in that water. <laughs> I would cast Sadie Tate, of course. Brian, uh, of course. I'd probably can't cast Terrence as an old sea captain. <laughs> oh my God, can I can see totally it? see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would probably cast you as like an overly perky, optimistic uh, <laughs> beachgoer who gets eaten in like the first five minutes because that feels like your destiny. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, those are the what comes to the top of my head of literally I hadn't thought about this question one bit, even though I totally saw it weeks ago, never gave it any thought. So that would be my answer. What about you, Camp Counselor Lauren? Okay, so if I had to write an episode based in Michigan, I think I would have to choose a setting of the Renaissance Festival <laughs> because I I just feel like there's a story there somewhere, maybe about the turkey legs. <sighs> Maybe just jousting in general. There, there would be some sort of crime, but the plot twist would be accidental time travel. Kind of like that episode of Goosebumps, uh, Tower Terror. Mm. So I think it'd be something like that. Michigan actors that I would choose to star in it. I want you to be a wench. I don't know if you die or not, but like, I just want to dress you up in my garb really bad. <laughs> um, Rodney, because he is fantastic and he is a super cool sword dude. So there would have to be some badass fight scenes for him to do. Hell yeah. I can also see Terrence somewhere. I don't know what, but yes, I support this. He should be a wizard. Ah, yes. All right, we have a wizard. He's the one that tells us why there is this weird time travel thing happening. <laughs> yes, Great. If you've seen Feaster Sunday, which you will someday. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen Feaster, you'll understand why I say Terrence should be a wizard. So there you go, campers. Awesome. Uh, and also, you know, Sadie would have to be in it. I can see her being the bubbly wench. So, Oh, she would. Yeah. Yeah, she's involved. Mostly because why wouldn't we want all of our friends in this thing that we're making right? up? All right. <sighs> Camp Counselor Tish. Yes. Are you ready for me to give you a number? I'm ready. All right. So you get number four. This comes oh. from Kevin. And the question is, if you could speak to any animal, what is the first thing you would ask them? Okay, well, this is really easy. I would speak to Lego. <laughs> and I would ask, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> All I want to do is love you. <laughs> Let me pet you and tell you that you're precious and cute. God damn it. You so know, that, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I anticipated you talking to a cat, but I didn't think it was going to be Lego. <laughs> I mean, like, second choice would be Phoebe. So I could ask her how much she loves me and hope that the answer is a good one. <laughs> oh, that's Because I love her. 
Oh, all right. I have 16. 16. So this is a question from Bubbles for you. Oh, and this is perfect. This is the most perfect question for you. <laughs> if you were in the woods of a cryptid, would you hide from it or hunt it? Okay, so first off, Bubbles is my old roommate, and when she asked me this in a group chat last night, I was like, God, I can't wait to answer this. I hope I get this, but if Tish gets it, I know it's going to be good too. So, here's the thing. I probably would not hide from it, but I wouldn't hunt it either, unless I was hunting it to make it be my boyfriend, and it's probably Mothman. Yeah. So, I can also roll my <laughs> sleeve up and be like, look, I love you so much, you're on my arm. I hope somebody gets a tattoo of us someday. Oh my god. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> like, it doesn't even have to be us. If somebody just wants to get the Camp Creep, like, the logo, I think that'd be really cute. That's on my list for one of our anniversaries, I think. That'd be super cute. Uh -huh. All right. All right. Whoop crack. Next question. You get number 18 from Michael. What is the funniest joke you know by heart? I don't know a lot of jokes by heart, so I don't know if this is the funniest per se, but it's the one that I have the most ingrained in my brain. Because my friend Marty, who does not listen to the podcast at all, uh, I tried guilting him about it. No, he doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> Damn it, I'm like, Marty. Dude, we've been we've been friends for over 20 years. We've been friends for 22 years. Does not listen to the podcast. But he had this joke that he would tell and he could not get through it because he would start laughing hysterically. And that's the reason it was so funny watching this guy be unable to get through this stupid joke. So oh, here's dear. the joke. Yes. It's around Thanksgiving and this lady walks up to a grocery store clerk stocking the frozen food section. And she says, excuse me, sir. He's like, yes, ma'am. And she's like, those frozen turkeys over there. Do they get any bigger? And he says, no, ma'am, they're dead. <laughs> now, it's extra hysterical when you see my dork of a friend try to tell the joke, but he can't get through the punchline because he's got tears rolling down his eyes because it's the funniest joke he's ever seen. He got oh. it off the back of one of those menus at a diner, you know, like the Oh, those the are my favorite ones. jokes. Yeah, that have like the ads on it and then around the side they have like jokes. Yeah, yeah. So that's Aww. the uh, funniest joke I know. <laughs> That's cute. All, All right. right. Hit me. Number 15 comes from Q. Has anyone ever shit in your pants? So no one has ever shit in my pants. But there is a very funny related story to this. TMI, baby. So we are going to have Michigan-based scream queen Sadie Tate. And we drove to Ohio together for the filming of an upcoming horror film called Satanic Sucker Mom from Ohio. Yes! She has a really cool featured role in it. And I was an extra in one of the scenes. We were on our way to the location to film that scene, which was in the middle of nowhere. I mean, cornfields everywhere. And... Whatever we ate for breakfast, I don't remember what it was, suddenly was not sitting well with me. Oh, no. And I'm driving, and I was like, and I was like, my stomach really hurts. And we're driving, we're driving, and I'm starting to panic because I'm starting to feel like sweaty. And I'm like, oh, no, something's going to happen. Either I'm going to vomit all over myself 
or the worst case scenario. Because see, I hadn't filmed Friday night. All of my scenes were Saturday, and this was Saturday. And I was like, no, no, nothing bad can happen before I filmed, you know, like, yeah, uh, I'm getting scared. Finally, I confessed to her. I'm like, um, I feel like something really bad is going to happen to me and that I may, I may poop myself. I was like, I'm getting really scared. And like, like the ride or die MVP that she is, she was like, okay, I got this. We're looking around. There is absolutely nothing. We're Googling nothing. And she's like, listen, if we need to pull over and you need to me to like cover you, I got it. And I'm like, let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. And I'm got tears welling up in my eyes because the mortification is setting in of like what happens if the unthinkable happens. And this girl, this one of my besties, she got me. She says, listen, if that happens, I got you. You will drop me off. You will go find a place. She's like, one, I will load you up with stuff. Um, She's like, you go do whatever you got to do. She's like, I'll make up a story. She's like, you can borrow my clothes. Like, what, whatever you need to do. She's like, no one will ever know that this happened. <laughs> of course, here I am talking about it on the podcast. Um, it didn't happen. We made it in the nick of time. It was so close. Like I said, I was on the verge of tears because like, please don't let me show up to a film set and have pooped myself. <laughs> but yes, our girl had my back there. So um, thank you, Sadie. Like, she's like, whatever we got to do to make it so that no one ever knew what happened, we're going to do it. I don't care. <laughs> Sadie so. is the best. <laughs> she Jesus is the MVP. Christ. Yes. So um, that is, yeah. So no one has ever shit in my pants. And I almost did that one time. So there we go, campers. I feel much closer to you now. Excellent. Wow. What a <laughs> shitty situation. Hey, oh. I'm not sorry. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. So what's uh, what's your next question? Uh, number seven. Number seven. This comes to us from Gavin. Which superpower would you want? My generic answer is flying, but I think I would rather be able to like astral project places mm. because I feel like that would be really helpful and useful. However, I would also want to figure out a way to make sure that nobody could possess my body while I am out there doing stuff. Because isn't that like the conjuring? No, not the conjuring. What's that other? Insidious? No, wait. Uh, no, that is insidious. Wait, or... Oh, wait, no, I started thinking about Sinister. It might be. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is Insidious. Yes. I get all those one word horror films mixed up. Right? How dare they? Because Conjuring <laughs> is the one with the Warrens. Yep. And then Sinister is the one with one of my husbands. Uh, yeah, Ethan Hawke is in the first one. Oh, no, not him. That- I meant the demon. Oh, oh, that scary dude that He's green. Kills, the whole, kills the whole family. Technically, he doesn't kill the whole family. The kid the does. Kid does. <laughs> oh, sorry. And spoiler then, alert. Yeah. <laughs> and then Insidious is the one with the hot guy from the Warrens, from the Conjuring universe. And yeah. Yeah. And that... Uh, the nun. That no, wait, tiny Tim. Oh, yeah. Yes. The nun is from the Conjuring He's series. Conjuring. <laughs> that Tiny Tim song is in Insidious. Interesting. Through the forest or whatever, you know. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually know this. I blocked that song out after I saw that scene. I was like, absolutely not. Never again. Fair enough. Um. All right. Click some buttons here. All right. Ooh, fantastic. Okay. So you get question number thirteen from Echo, which also comes with a fun fact. So the question is: You've recently joined the Spice Girls. 
What spice name have you created for yourself? Since scary spice is already taken, <laughs> although she was she was my spice as the only POC spice girl, and generally speaking, I was always the only girl of color in my friend groups growing up. I very much related to her. I loved her hair, her style, and also hello scary. Duh. Mm. But if I had to pick my own, I would probably be awkward spice. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna show up and make everything really uncomfortable and awkward. Awkward. I'm here for it. <laughs> the fun fact that comes with this question is that apparently the Spice Girls was the first concert that Echo had ever gone to. And that brings me Aww, joy. That's so cute. Okay, 20. This comes from Deja. What kind of secret society would you like to start? Okay, so I feel like Camp Creep should have a cryptid. Yes. I, I don't know quite what our cryptid would be, but I feel like some since we both have cats and Lego is more or less a demon, according to the bio you wrote for me. It's, yes. It might be Lego. So I'm going to say a cryptid society where my cat is our overlord. <laughs> I love it. I but dig it. I am intrigued. Uh, what kind of secret society would you want to start? Uh, I fully support one worshipping a cryptid of our own making. And I was totally thinking something cat-like because, <laughs> let's face it, I'm pretty sure the Chupacabra is merely like a mutated cat. Oh my um, God. Because if a cat got, like, if a cat could suck the blood out of a goat, it totally would. Yeah. And the whole, like, licking thing, that's, come on, come on. It's got to be related <laughs> to a cat. Yeah. Like a cross between that, but maybe add some wings, you know, so we get a little Mothman in there. Um, but try not to go Griffin. Yeah. Um, go a little more like terrifying. So yeah, I'm down with this. I think Lego is a good place to start. Maybe that'll be my next digital art project. <laughs> I was going to say, if somebody is listening and they want to doodle the Camp Creek cryptid, please do so. <laughs> Have to add that to the map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait till the map is live. That's it's a super, that's a super fun Easter egg for those of you that make it this far into the episode. I'm working on a map. It's really cool. It's a dope-ass map. All right, you get question number 10 from Kevin. Do you think you could be friends with a clone of yourself? Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. We would, like, we would be too awkward. One, we would be just be too awkward. Um, I think our ADHD symptoms would clash unless they developed a clone that didn't have ADHD, but then they wouldn't want to be friends with me. So, <laughs> oh. no, and God forbid that our depression cycles sync up, we would just like stop talking to each other and then it would flare up our anxiety and then we would feel too uncomfortable to try to re-engage in contact because we hadn't spoken to each other in a while and then we would just pretend that we never knew each other. Oh. So that's exactly how that would happen. <laughs> that's really sad. <laughs> I want to hug you. <laughs> Jesus. Who I'm, I'm mentally ill. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> nine. Nine. Okay, this is from Echo, and Echo asks, have you ever had an extremely bad haircut? Yes. So what had happened was <laughs> I didn't even have a bowl cut. Like, I never had a bowl cut. I, not to my memory, my brother definitely did, and we have photo evidence somewhere. <laughs> However, my extremely bad haircut came like 
five years ago or so, I had just joined the, I think this was still at the Georgia Renaissance Festival. And there's an entire story about a soap cult. And if you're familiar with soap cults, you know exactly who I'm talking about right now, campers. It was a bad time. And basically, I got convinced that I couldn't have anything unnatural, including hair color. And at that point, I was going through a red hair phase, as one does. And I couldn't get rid of the hair color, so I chopped all of my hair off instead and had a pixie. Aww. It, yeah, like, you know, I got used to it when I could, like, do cool things, but it took mm-hmm. a really long time. Yeah. Speaking of red hair, is it so, and I know that was, like, a tough time for you. Like, red hair is totally the international symbol of woman in crisis, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. As I'm yeah, looking my- at your red hair. <laughs> I know, it's like, my, my hair's been red since it's it's a while. <laughs> but at least with your hair, like, I mean, yes, definitely going through some things. However, you're also working towards a specific color and like an entire thing. Yes. So in your yes. defense, it has a purpose. There's a goal here. There is a total goal. Um, although I was last night getting that urge to be like, maybe I should just cut off all my hair. And I was like, whoa, it, it was late at night. And it was right mm. as I was falling asleep. And I was like, no. No, we were just looking at pictures of long, pretty hair. Don't do it. Correct. (laughs) You can get it trimmed. You can go get some dead ends off. That's what I got to do. And I don't want to. Same. But all right. You know what you do want to do? What? Answer another question. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. (laughs) That's the sound of the random number generator. (laughs) Since it doesn't actually make a noise. I felt it should. Beep, boop, beep. I love it. You sound like a cute little robot. This is from Alexis. It's question number the fifth. What do you usually think about while you are on the toilet? Being that I'm ADHD and such a lot, my brain races because it's like a moment of like quietness. I think about everything from like, what should I do tomorrow to what did I do yesterday? I can't remember to. Do I have anything due? Is there something I'm forgetting to? Huh, I really should learn more about what the heck is going on over in the Ukraine right now so I can answer questions intelligently when people ask me my thoughts to like, man, that taco I like three weeks ago is really good. I should have tacos soon. Oh. Um, Yeah, it's I, seriously, my brain is just it's like it's like a wheel, one of those wheels that like, you know, has the little thing things on it, the little tech, tech, tech things. I think I follow. I yeah. Okay. Think, <laughs> think of the Wheel of Fortune wheel. Yeah. Like, but what's like, it going to land on? Yeah. But then like, as soon as you land on something and, th- and say it out loud, then somebody just spins it again before you have a chance to answer. So that's what it's like for me sitting on the toilet. Unless I have my cell phone with me, in which case I'm not thinking about anything and I'm just doom scrolling through Facebook looking for memes. I love a good doom scroll. Oh, me too. Ugh. All right. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. 12. All right, this comes from Bubbles. Would you rather play in the sand or play in the water at the beach? Ooh. Hmm. I'm going to answer this in two different ways. So Mm -hmm. it's the ocean. I think I'd rather play in the water just because I've only been in the ocean once when I was a teenager. And like, at first I refused to go. I was like, we're in Florida. I don't want to go to the beach every day. That's just stupid. And then I got into (laughs) the water and I didn't know it was going to feel like the most majestic bathwater in the world. Mm-hmm. So if it's the ocean, I vote water, but not too far because sharks. Yeah. And if it's the lake,
lake. I don't really care either way because lakes aren't usually that warm and don't. they're kind of gross. At least all the lakes I'm currently thinking of are gross, but I guess sand. Yep. And just to, uh, so that's a funny question considering my answer to Angie's question, the very first one, <laughs> um, but you being the beach goer that gets eaten by the sea monster. Uh, just a reminder, when you're in the ocean, sharks can attack in as shallow of water as three feet. So... Yep. Just keep that in mind. You're uh, welcome. And beware of jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in the ocean is trying to kill you. Oh my god. I am terrified yeah. of jellyfish. Oh, me too. Like, I'm pretty. mostly terrified of... Oh, super pretty. I just don't want to get stung and I don't want somebody to have to pee on me. You know, I think that might be a myth, but it's a myth I also choose to believe. Not that I want anybody to pee on me, for the record. That is not my thing. That is not my kink. <laughs> Same. But we don't you know. kink shame here. <laughs> we don't kink but shame. That's all for you, man. Not my, yes, not my jam. But I think the pain is so intense that you don't care and you're willing to try anything to get it to stop. And that's probably how that myth came about. Per chance. Per chance. All right. Speaking. So, <laughs> beep boop, beep boop. Number 19 comes from Kitty. Have you ever been to camp? I have. Once. I, and I know this is going to shock many of you campers, I went to church camp. (laughs) It was like, okay, I'm going to try to remember. And again, my memory is like Swiss cheese. I believe it was called like Camp Bethel or Bethlehem or something. It was in the middle of nowhere, somewhere in Michigan. And we stayed for a weekend. We went in the middle of winter. (laughs) terrible. We stayed in cabins. We had all these like snow activities that were awful. I went snowshoeing, you know, where they tied the tennis racket things to your feet. It's terrible. Oh, It's horrible. It was like about 10 minutes and we were like, why did we agree to do this? Barb, if you're listening, which I doubt you are, because I'm pretty sure you're still Baptist. (laughs) Uh... Why how, Why did you talk me into that? Why did you convince me that was a good idea, Barb? Yeah, we were, she was the seventh grader named Barb. Also, we tried to go, as my group, tried to go ice skating, and then we quickly discovered none of us knew how to ice skate, but we discovered a fun game where we'd push each other, so you get going fast, and then you would hit a hill, mm-hmm. like a mound of snow, and then you would roll down a hill. That was the game. I did it, and I hit a tree, and that oh, was no. the end of the game. Yes. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> so that was my camp experience. No cryptids, no murders. I believe there were girls that were trying to sneak out to meet boys. I was not cool enough for the boys to like, so <laughs> I was not one of them. I was the girl that was tasked with not being a narc, so... Ah. You know. mm-hmm. Next question. Eleven. This comes to us from Stephen with a PH. Just have to clarify. What is your least favorite song? I have so many. I was I... like, I know one of them. <laughs> my top two least. Actually, here are my top three least favorite songs. Jump, Tom Sawyer, and Don't <gasps> Stop Believing. I hate Tom Sawyer. I can't do it. Like, I like the band. Isn't that Rush? Yes, it is. Okay, see, Rush, just that Mm. one song, fucking hate it, can't do it. I don't know what it is, just not a fan. (sighs) Campers, you're about to hear us have our first lover's quarrel. Um, (laughs) That was the very first song I ever heard from Rush when I was seven years old. Oh, God. And and it became my favorite. I will say as an adult, I would have to say YYZ is my favorite, probably followed by, all right, well, this isn't a Rush podcast, but I love Rush. So um, if we can't be friends campers, that's why I'm your least favorite. So 
<laughs> I have nothing against Rush. It's just that one song. I just can't do it. <laughs> so when I want to annoy you, start singing Tom Sayer. Got it. Listen, I know where you live. You don't know where I might Campers. almost live. <laughs> Campers can't see the evil smile on my face. Okay. Oh, next question. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, so the boop, next boop, question boop, is actually from me. Number 17. Camp Counselor Tish. Yes. Who would you be in a horror movie? Would you be the final girl? The killer? Something else? So I have two answers to this question because this is our podcast, so I can do that. Mm -hmm. um, one, realistically, I would probably be the girl that's running in the woods that trips over her own two feet and gets killed because she <laughs> keeps tripping. But also, plot twist, I would probably also potentially be the girl that everyone thinks died at a certain point, but secretly, da, 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 I'm the killer. Ooh. Ooh. Like and no one it. would ever suspect it, except now they would suspect it because I just said it on a public forum. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I could edit that entire thing out and nobody would know your secret is safe. I totally have no plans on faking my own death and then murdering people. I mean, that's Allegedly. kind of an episode in season three, sort of. Ooh. Fun, fun thing for Call you to look intrigued. forward to. All right. This comes to us from Sarah, oh, oh boy. What has been the most embarrassing thing you've ever worn? The judgment of others. <laughs> or in a more realistic situation, when I was a child, corduroyed velvety pants. They were they were kind of like leggings, I guess. But I also have this memory of being forced to wear jeans, but they there was something wrong with them. And like, I think they made me chafe because, of course, I was a very chunky child. And I remember oh. walking like a cowboy through Kmart one day and my mom got <laughs> really mad at me. And I was like, I hate these pants. I don't know what to tell you, mother. So Aww. I'm going to say that. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. 14 from Bubbles. Bubbles was asking some very festive questions if you haven't noticed yet, by the way. Yeah. What would you do if you came across a dead body perchance in a hotel room? Well, I'm glad for the specification of hotel room because, I mean, I did come home to a dead body once. Yeah, it's not <laughs> fun. Covered. No, it was pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty bummer, man. For those of you that have skipped previous episodes, spoiler alert, it was my dog. But if I came across a dead human body in a hotel room, my answer is, again, it's complicated because now if it's somebody I know, the answer is obviously <laughs> have an immediate emotional breakdown and go into a catatonic state. Yes. Um, if it's someone I don't know, it is to freeze, then be unable to resist the urge to kind of imprint it in my brain, just clear as day, and then eventually run screaming into the night. Yes, that's valid. Yeah. At any point, would you maybe call the front desk and be like, hey, um, <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> I would probably scream it to the front desk as I was running by. <laughs> like, hey, by the way, there's a buddy in room 303. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I love it. I love it. Okay. So now we're at the point where I gave up on the random number generator because it just kept giving me the same numbers for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let you pick whatever one you want to ask. All right. Uh, let's go with number eight. This question is from Lynn. When you know the battery is dead, why do you press harder on the remote control? Listen Can't here, Lynn. 
Listen here, Lynn. I'm just trying to make sure I got all of the juice out of the batteries. But also, I already lost my remote to my Roku, so I had to download the one on my phone. Yeah, I feel like it's a universal thing to have no idea at any given time where your Roku remote is. For sure. All right. Number one. This is from Tyler. Which one would you prefer? Have no nose, but have really good smelling fingers, or be blind but have a really nice smile. I don't understand that question. I'm sorry. I think I'd rather go the Lord Voldemort route. (laughs) Like, I'm okay with not smelling because let's just face it, there's not a lot of things that smell great in this world. Mm -hmm. Um, And having pleasant smelling fingers, I could see a lot of advantages to that. I like having my eyesight, though. You know, as a fellow glasses wearer, um, you know, pulling the Velma Dinkley. Not fun. I I would rather have my vision. I'm gonna go no nose. Okay, there's only one question left, but I'm still going to beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Number three, from Alexis. What music would you choose to play every time you walk into a room? Okay, I'm leaning towards some sort of metal option, mm-hmm. and I think it would end up being something from Power Wolf. I just don't know which particular song. Maybe Demons Are a Girl's Best Friend, just because it's really catchy. I'll go with that. That's cute. Yeah, and all right. That was our shenanigans for this episode. But to quote the late Billy Mays, but wait, there's more. We have some announcements. So I think the important announcement that we should say right now for all you campers still here and listening. So as we mentioned in our bulletin board, if you skipped it, it's fine. In conclusion, we both need some time. We have some things that we have to do to in order to survive and all that fun stuff. So one of the main things that we're going to be doing, at least for season three of Tales from the Crypt, is we are going to be every other week for this this season. Yes, that will allow Camp Counselor Lauren to have some time to, you know, pack and move, aka the never-ending soul-sucking cycle of hell. <laughs> <laughs> I hate moving so much. It's so terrible. <laughs> I really like packing. Like, I've already started, just in case. Like, I don't know. I'm just gonna uh, pack. I don't need the these summer clothes. You, yeah, the sooner you pack, the better. Because moving is terrible, and it's the unpacking that is just... You're not human if you don't have boxes somewhere in your house or apartment for years that you forgot about (laughs) (laughs) to unpack. Hell yeah. The other really cool and exciting thing is that Camp Counselor Tish and I are heading to my hometown in Flint, Michigan on Saturday, April 2nd of 2022 for the Flint Horror Collective's April Ghoul's Day event. So we're going to have a table. I'm working on a couple of craft projects for it. We're going to have some really cute limited, 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 limited edition shirts, I believe. Limited edition merch ideas. And this is at the Flint Farmer's Market in Flint. It is, I don't know if you've ever been to the new Flint Farmer's Market, but it's so gorgeous inside. And our Our other super exciting OMG announcement is that also in April, BT Dubs, that's my birthday month. (laughs) So, ooh, ooh, celebrating the right way. Saturday, April 30th, 
2022, Camp Counselor Lauren and I will be traveling to Minnesota. 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 Specifically, Rochester, Minnesota, for a little event called the Sleepaway Camp Viewing Party with Felissa Rose and Catherine Kami. We are going because we have been invited to host the Q&A with Felissa and Catherine. Yes. So, yeah. This is super exciting for us. It's our first like booking as, you know, podcasters hoping to record a special episode while we're out there. We'll see. We'll see. But Felissa and Catherine will be there for the viewing. Like I said, we're going to host a Q&A with them. They're going to do a professional in-person photo op that you can purchase tickets for. They're going to be signing autographs and taking table photos. Super, super exciting. So if you are anywhere near the area of Rochester, Minnesota, or, you know, you have the ability to travel there and you're a Sleepaway Camp fan, 10 out of 10 recommend getting your tickets. Hell yeah. So we're going to be really busy in April. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's literally every other weekend. The first weekend we have April Ghoul's Day. The second weekend is my birthday and slash birthday party. Unrelated to the podcast, but if you're a wrestling fan, you may spot us at Squared Circle Expo working. I've never been there, so I'm really excited about that. Yes, I'm pretty psyched. It's ran by some friends of mine, and they had asked if I wanted to be a part of staff. And I said, yes, please. And then we were talking, and I was like, do you want to drive to Indianapolis with me? And Lauren's like, you know, I could just volunteer for the convention, too. I'm like, that is a smart idea. (laughs) (laughs) And I can still work at my regular job at the same time, which is even better. So yes, we're going to Naples, and then we have a week off, and then we're going to Minnesota. We're busy bees. Yeah. So on that note, campers, we will officially launch the new episodes starting March 17th. And then we'll have another new episode on March 31st. And if you want to support the show, you can follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please leave us a review. You can find us online on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Camp Creep Podcast, and on Twitter at Camp Creep Pod, or just shoot us an email at campcreeppodcast at gmail.com. And Lauren, don't we have a phone number now? We do. Give me a moment. (laughs) You can also call us at 661-527-3370. And as always, campers, creep it real. real.